Welcome to Episode 6 of the Curious Matter Anthology. I'm Jonathan Pezza, the creator and host of the series. If you haven't listened to Parts 1 and 2 of Philip K. Dick's Second Variety, you should definitely pause this episode and catch up on the first two installments in the miniseries. Because there are spoilers ahead. Many of Philip K. Dick's stories explore the very heady and mind-boggling topic of what happens when we cease to understand the difference between what is a simulation and what is real. Sometimes the objects of his fascination are replicants, and in Second Variety, it's the combat drones at the center of the story known as Claws. Descartes the philosopher said, I think, therefore I am. If we use this model to define sentience today, almost every item in our house would fall into the realm of alive. Our oven, our television, our speaker, our phone. Intelligence has been gifted by technological advancement into almost everything we own. We thought information was the key to our technological age, but in fact, it's modeled intuition. Almost every machine within 15 feet of you right now has some level of intelligence built into it that allows it to predict and make independent decisions about the best way to help you. Your food, your health, your dating life, what you watch, what you wear, who you vote for. We like to use the word algorithm. The algorithm is the safe and friendly way to say, hey, we got a little help from AI. I wonder how Philip K. Dick would have felt about that. Okay, let's get on with the show. This week we are continuing our adventure into the dystopian war-torn wasteland with the surviving members of X-Ray Company. This episode of Curious Matter is rated explicit and includes adult language and violence comparable to an R-rated film. Our show is designed to be a completely immersive HD audio experience and is best when played through high-quality stereo speakers or headphones. So grab your popcorn, turn out the lights, and enjoy the continuation of Philip K. Dick's Second Variety. She doesn't like that I'm not with them. She wants me to stay with them. Who told you this? Mother. Hold up. I need you to stay here. I can't let you go. I have orders. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's David, sir. He's running. Fast. He's heading your way. Oh, fuck. I got a glint in the tower. Sniper. They just laced you with a target lock. David, get down! He's not breathing. What is this? LT, I need you to see this. Im impossible. The kid was a frickin' twitchy. Добро пожаловать. Welcome to the Anvil, as we call it. Nakavalnya, our base. It seems what your toys were the hammer, no? <laughs> what was the compliment here? Originally three companies of infantry, light mechanized armor, a squadron of Sokol Falcon drones. We were mixed, both Chinese and us, Russians. But most of the men were conscripts from all over the place. All gone now. Poof. But let's not dwell on such things. You are here. We will celebrate. You like vodka? 
The cowards you fought run like dogs, but they left the alcohol. What is the condition of the rest of the SRE forces in the AO? Who knows? Probably that. You did your job too well. I think too, too well, as you may find out. Or what? Why such long faces? You came here looking for a big surrender? We surrender! Now we drink, yeah? That is one big door. Oh, this? All our bases have nuclear hardened command bunkers. Blad! I keep forgetting this fucking pin code. Got it! This stuff is amazing. Triple filtrated, using artesian water from one source, made with pine cones. Fucking pine cones! The boss man was a connoisseur. Don't worry, he won't mind us drinking it. He's too dead to give a shit. We'll pass for now. Your loss. <laughs> Tell me about these infiltrators. Are they all childlike? Like David? What good would that be? Nefarious bastards prey on your emotions like my ex-wife. <laughs> they look like anyone. Friends, brothers, whoever you must trust. The first reported was from base to our west. A man named Sergei Zverev. Went missing in action on patrol. Shows up four days later at the gate. Once inside the bunker, they had no chance. We got out only a single message. Then, nothing. Was it the same here? Ha! <laughs> Our commander started interrogating everyone. Hunting infiltrators everywhere. Paranoia is a deadly weapon. No? Found two machines. But the commander... This buster killed 43 of our men finding them. That is when the desertions began. It was chaos. Total chaos, man. I don't know if it was an infiltrator or one of these cowards, but the little ones got in. Those little things went go. Click, clack, click, clack. You know? They killed everyone. Refugees, American POWs, our soldiers. Made no difference. All the same. All meat for the grinder. How did you survive? Ten of us made it into the command bunker and locked it tight. We hid for more than a month. We couldn't reach command, the other bases, nobody. We feared for the worst. So we took a vote and decided to try and get a message to UN command. Half left and half stayed. And here we are. Only the single runner made it to Whistle Base but he died before he could deliver the message. I told them it was stupid to leave. We have enough ration for years, but no, duty, honor, blah, blah, blah. Well, you are here, and now you know everything. You can shut them down. You have won. Call off the machines. I'm not sure that's possible. Why? You built the damn things. 
Oda? Well, right now, only the units themselves can decide when to deactivate. When they decide they have finished all their core objectives, they will automatically shut down. That is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. We're all dead men, I think. To be dead. Well then, might as well introduce you to the comrades here. Since we are going to be such a good friends, the man who so impolitely suggested we kill you all is Jin Lee. Doesn't speak a lick of English though. When, how? He says hello. He actually called us dirty American mongrels, sir. That is how they say hello. Now, this fine young man here is Rudy. He's young, but brave. When ours abandoned their post, this man stood tall like a real Russian. Hello. Nice to be meeting you. Young for a soldier. What are you? Fifteen? Uh... Он спрашивает, сколько тебе лет? Fourteen. He's a man. He fights like a man. More than maybe some of you, huh? What did you say, Khan? NATO. Thank you. I can handle it from here. If you so disapprove of women soldiers, then who is this? Your last companion. Yeah, she's not a soldier. She's mine. Tessa, come here. This is Tessa. Pretty, no? Hello. It's nice to meet you, Major. You're American? Yes. I was born north of here near Flint. My family fled south when the invasion began but we were caught on the wrong side of the front when the UN blocked off everything north of Interstate 80. And your family? Just me left. I met Pavel in one of the SRE refugee camps, and he... She's a pet, so to say. So many American survivors left behind when your army retreated to a silly 80-yard line. So many hungry mouths to feed. The bases were full of these little pussycats. We give them some milk, and they cuddle, and pour. A story as old as war. <laughs> She's mine, you get me? Mine. We are in love. Any of you tries anything, and I shove my knife into your tiny parts. That goes for women soldiers, too. I know what you like, huh? This guy has two mics from a slug to the brain pan. If the Major won't, I'll volunteer. And this suits you. Oh, Pavel here isn't as bad as all that. See? Throw love. <laughs> Major, if he keeps us up, he's gonna be too wasted to give us anything else valuable. He was half in the bag when we got here. I can hear you. Sergeant Marks, pick a handful of people. I need a survey of the base and bunker. Supplies, gear, tech, and most importantly, vehicles. Find us a ride, Sergeant. Document everything, and try to get the main gate closed if possible. Leon, I need you and a spotter in that tower. Rudy will go with you. Answer any questions. I want to do an autopsy on David, uh, the machine. Try to understand what's going on. I may be able to find answers if his central cortex is intact. Is there a drone bay? Tessa, take the man to the repair station. Sure thing. Come on, I'll show you where it is. Thank you. You're not her type. I'm not worried about you. 
Lieutenant Scott, please go with them. I'm not worried about either. Too pretty. She likes them. She likes them. Get whatever intel you can. I plan for us to move out as soon as possible. We need to report all this to OCOM. So work fast. Copy that. Pavel. Major. I'll take that drink now. X-ray, X-ray. This is Leon. All and I are in position in the O control tower. We have a clear 360 of the surrounding area. All clear. Copy Overwatch. Head on a swivel. We don't want any surprises, SRE or otherwise. Copy that. Overwatch out. Looks like Petraka might be making some headway getting the front gate closed. Kid's got a mouth on him. But he held his own in the firefight yesterday. You sound almost proud. Hey, I was stuck on OP duty with that shithead for three weeks before this patrol. But yeah. A proud mama bear. Shut up. Yeah, alright. So, what's it like in Midsec? Pudding. Lots of pudding. Sounds miserable. I had a lot of time to think about this whole thing. The war. Us. Them. The big picture. About what it's going to take to end it. Really end it. Uh, Help me get David onto the diagnostics table. Do you think they have what you need here? I believe so. I will, however, need a knife or a scalpel to remove the dermis. Dermis meaning skin. You're gonna peel off the kid's skin? Well, I, I need to get to the inner components to access the CPU and cortex. Standard issue combat knife work? Yeah, that should work, uh, fine. Starting the data pad recording now. My name is Kenneth Oda UN, Research and Development Engineer ID number Alpha 0021480. This is the field disassembly and analysis of the suspected clause variant. The, we'll call it David, model measures 51 inches tall and weighs in at 68 pounds and 3 ounces. This configuration appears to be specifically designed to blend in with human populations. I've borrowed Platoon Medic Aldo's Marine Corps issue medical bioscanner. Routine scans all come back normal. BP, blood type, heart rate, heat signature, everything registers as normal, even after the significant damage that disabled the unit. The capabilities of the camouflage are, are simply remarkable. I will now begin disassembly. Lieutenant, Tessa, would you two hold him, it, while I make the incision? Like this? Yes, there is fine, thank you. Beginning incision at the clavicle. The dermis here is approximately three inches thick. Oh, that's disgusting. Is that blood? I think I'm gonna be sick. The outer layers mimic human anatomy. Even so far as to contain micronodules of a blood analog that release liquid in the event of a trauma. Microemitters are embedded here and here. I assume in order to emulate the heat and color variances of human physiology. The engineering is simply ingenious. Lieutenant, please put the dermis on the table over there, if you would. Are the mothers, the Type 1s, capable of making something like this? It would seem so. I was actually studying computer science before all... Well, 
just before. I don't know much, but if I can help... You can pass me that plasma saw. Oh. Um, this? Uh, no, uh, blue handle. Here you go. We have now revealed the inner chassis and armature. Though severely damaged, the chest harness and cranial frame both appear to have been printed in place around the internal components. I'm going to cut away the front plates now. Opening the cranial frame first. The head looks to contain the sensor package and the QE transceiver. The CPU and cortex must be inside the chest harness. I'm going to remove the chest plate. The rifle round that disabled the unit struck the isotope battery. The cortex appears to be intact and still receiving reserve power. Wait, is it... Is it still alive? It was never alive. But its cortex is still partially active. I'm going to remove it from the cradle. Visual inspection of the cortex shows little to no outward difference between this and other models. There is even a possibility that it was recycled from another unit. I was able to connect the data pad successfully, beginning a standard diagnostic scan and download. This will take some time. Professor, does it mean it's possible they could look like anyone? They could pretend to be one of us. Th that's still very hard to say with accuracy. Uh, this model emulates human form and fools a basic scan, sure, but it's not perfect. It has no way to ingest food, no genitalia. It would be hard to stay hidden for long. Adiyami likely discovered what he was, triggering its change in tactics. Tactics? It fucking killed her! Don't call it something else. It murdered one of our own. These things are supposed to be on our side. A, a machine cannot murder. Murder requires malice and intention. We're once again talking about digital versus- We aren't here to debate the philosophy of artificial intelligence. I need actionable intel so that we can prevent this from happening again. Uh, of course, you're right. Well, the arm weapon here looks like a single-use mechanism, a tool of last resort. See, here the outer dirt, uh, skin is torn open on transformation. Once it's been activated, there would be no way to continue hiding its true nature. What the Russian described are infiltrator models that lived side by side with them in very close quarters and convincingly replaced people they knew. I don't see that kind of functionality in this model. It'll require more than is here. A lot more. Well, David looks like a child. Would it be possible in a larger model? Tessa, you were here. What can you tell us about the infiltrators? I, um, I never saw one that I know of. I only ever saw the little ones during the attack. I was with the other refugees when it all began, but Pavel came for me. It was all such a blur. What did they do with the remains of the two infiltrator models? I don't know. Oda, I need to know. Could an adult model effectively hide among us? I mean, it's possible. A larger model would have the room and weight allowance for the additional components, but simulating specific individuals would require more than just biometrics. We're talking vocal patterns, physical language. They would need detailed scans and extensive surveillance data of someone before they can even begin to emulate them. And even then, I just don't know. 
Uh, humans are very good at spotting pattern irregularity in other humans. And when something feels off, you just, you know it. I need a simple yes or no on this. If they could get the data they needed, then yes, I suppose it's technically possible. I hope you are enjoying the podcast. We here at Curious Matter are committed to bringing you amazing experiences in the world of science fiction, fantasy, and supernatural horror. We have some cool new announcements. We now have merch. Check out our line of apparel and accessories today on our website, www.curiousmatterpodcast.com. I know we have a lot of explosions, robots, and monsters, but we are a completely independent podcast. No network, no big money, just a small group of misfits telling big stories out of a basement in Reseda, California. Each episode can take hundreds of hours to write, produce, record, and mix, and we can't do it without your help. So, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash curiousmatter, where you can get access to bonus content, ad-free downloads of the podcast, and exclusive merch. Wish you could join X-Ray Company? Well, now you can with a UNMC X-Ray Company apparel available exclusively to our Patreon subscribers. If Patreon isn't your thing, but you'd still like to help support the podcast, consider using one of the affiliate links on our site. You can find podcast hosting via Captivate, which hosts our podcast. Epidemic Sound, which provides amazing music and sound effects for podcasters and YouTube creators just like me. In fact, Epidemic Sound provided all the score in today's episode. And if you sign up via the link on our website, you can use promo code CuriousMatter, one word, all lowercase, to get two free months of all the royalty-free tracks you need. That's www.CuriousMatterPodcast.com. LT. We need to take a good look at our own. After what the Russians said and that thing on the table in there, we need to know for sure that our own are our own. I agree. The drunk asshole said that some of the infiltrators returned after going MIA. That remind you of anyone? I'll bring this to the Major. The bioscanner doesn't work. You know a way to get someone to let you gut them to check their creds? I love the old lady, but there's no way she's gonna sign off on what it's gonna take to find out for sure. Lieutenant Scott, come in, come in. I've been expecting you. It's me. Where is the lieutenant? I don't know. He left to investigate the gunshot. Oh, that. Are are you drunk? No, the Russian is drunk. I'm celebrating. Join me. Who fired the gun? The Chinese fellow decided it would be better to put a gun in his mouth than join the blue team. Major thought it was something best kept off comms. Yes, morale is low enough. Can we speak in private? I trust Sergeant Murray with my life, and as for the Russian... Please. Sergeant Murray, help our intoxicated host here back to a bunk. He is going to need to sleep this off to be any use to us when we move out. Get up. Time to dry out. Uh, What? Come on, Khan. 
Ah, uh, now I got the company. The Mongol hordes took over half the world. You're sure it's not a Star Trek thing? Never heard of it. American TV classic. You have the room, Mr. Oda. Speak freely. What did you learn? David was built by the autonomous weapon system, but he isn't like the others. Okay. Now we've gotten past the obvious. Right. Um, he doesn't work like the others. The claws communicate via a quantum entanglement transceiver. It allows for them to take in a tremendous amount of data simultaneously. But he isn't receiving data like the others. He's linked to only one other unit. Receiving? As in still receiving? Yes. His CPU and Cortex are still online. He's transmitting and receiving data. Shut him down. Immediately. There's a chance we can shut them all down. Well, convince them to shut down. We have no way of controlling them, but there is a procedure for adding new hard-coded objectives. I think Claws caused the blackout. Not a new thought, I'd wager. No. Which is why you came all the way down here to roll around in the muck and the dust. Yeah, to, to find out why. And now you know. It was the only way to stop us from updating their objectives once we found out they started looking like us. If I can communicate with the mother directly, I can add a logic layer that will cause them to decide their mission is completed. E even if there's just one, all the others will receive the same sensory data. Causing them to choose to shut down. I've been able to trace the origin of the unit that he's listening to. I'm assuming it's the type one that built him. These things are no longer on our side. How many more of my men need to die to fix your mistakes, Mr. Oda? Those heavies were coming for us. The only thing I can't wrap my head around is why the kid helped us at all. The same reason we'll be able to do this, Major. He's still protecting us. He killed Adiyami. Why hasn't Claus attacked? I believe it's because of David. I'm done with your hunches. I have override authority. Oh, do mention that again. If this buys me a court-martial, well, cheers. Once the SRE transport Sergeant Mark's found are up and running, we will be heading back to Lima Whistle as fast as possible. And then all this will be yours and OCOM's problem. X-ray, X-ray. We own in the control tower on Overwatch. This is the 0500 check-in. Sun will be coming up soon. Everything's still all clear. X-ray, X-ray, this is Leon checking in. Do you read? I heard you loud and clear. You want me to head down and check what's going on? X-ray, are you reading me? Do you copy, X-ray? Comms are down. LT, NATO, Gray. I'm here to relieve Aldo. What's going on here? Aldo, you are coming with us. That's an order. Is someone hurt? X-ray. Hendrix, come in. This is Leon. Major Hendrix, do you read? We, we told you comms are down. Because you jammed them. Don't make this hard, Doc. We just need to ask you a few questions. What the fuck is this? Just need to make sure your lover boy here isn't a twitchy. What? Are you crazy? You think I'm a fucking toaster? You heard the con. They replace people who go missing in action. 
Does Hendrix know about this? Look, I never went MIA. No, the pussy you replaced couldn't hack it and handed the trash cans the perfect opportunity. I'll handle this. Shit! Where's your sidearm, Leon? He's not going anywhere till I hear the order from Hendrix. Hold! Don't make this difficult. We don't want anyone to get hurt. Well, only a little hurt. Gotta cut you, Doc. Deep. Only way to see if you got the right set of parts. We can do it right here. No fucking way. I'm not a twitchy. This is all just a misunderstanding. You've known me for years. The guy I know wouldn't have let Pressman die. I tried to save her. Did you? Aldo, we just have to be sure. I may only be able to get one shot off before you take me down, but I promise you, LT, you'll be the first to drop. Get Major Hendrix on the line, now. I can't do that. Drop your weapon, Leon. That's a direct, no. That was Leon's rifle. Are, are we under attack? This is Hendrix. I need a sit rep, now. This is Hendrix. Leon. Scott. Report in. What's going on? Stay here. This is Hendrix. Report, goddammit. Major, I can't get anyone on comms. Was that Leon? Sergeant, on me, now. What was that? As the party is starting. Pavel, stay here. Fuck no. This is my base. Where you go, I go. Um, as soon as I find my gun. Murray, give him your sidearm. We need to move. Don't shoot me in the back with this. I thought we were friends. Stay with me. Stay with me. Don't die on me, Doc. You can't die now. The war is over. You get to go home now. Just stay with me. Please. It's... It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't come to you. You were right. I, I, I do owe you an explanation. Don't talk like that. No. No. This is the way it should be. what should have happened, what I wanted. It's how this ends. No. No. NATO and Doc Aldo? I'm going to need an explanation now, Lieutenant Scott. We thought he was a twitchy. He had to be, right? Lieutenant Scott. I take full <coughs> responsibility. This big guy with a scar is dead. Big fucking hole. The lieutenant is going to need medical attention. I'll be fine. Tough guy, huh? <laughs> okay, tough guy. I heard shots. Are we under attack? What happened? Sergeant Murray, clear the room. Hendrix, three. Come in. Somebody come in. Sergeant Marks, we're here. Copy, X-ray. What the hell happened? We've been trying to reach you for five minutes. Stand by. Keep your men in position. 
Copy. Standing by. Okay. Clear the room. Are they dead? What happened? I told them paranoia is a dangerous weapon. I never meant for this. Someone had to make sure... He's dead because of you. I was trying to save lives. Aren't you gonna say something? This is a right pig fuck if I've ever seen one. You're going to need to get that neck wound looked at. Major? Right now, we focus on getting to Lima Whistle. But he- Home first. Then I promise you, Leon, we will get to the bottom of this. X-ray, this is Marks. Are you seeing this? X-ray, do you read? Yes, Marks. We see them. That's a lot of claws. X-ray, what are your orders? I hope you enjoyed this presentation of Second Variety Part 3. If you haven't yet, please make sure to subscribe for free today on the podcast platform of your choice and rate us with five stars today. If you like the podcast, leave us a review and connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the handle at CM Anthology. This episode was dramatized, directed, and edited by me, your host, Jonathan Pezza. Additional sound engineering by Jeremy Pezza and Ivan Kozlov. Our ensemble cast includes the talented voices of Sandy Parikh, Amy Vorpal, Kelly Don Hancock, Leonid Andronov, Alexandra Amick, Christopher Amick, Darren Cummings, Philip Gray, Dee Dee Harlan, Matt Hoban, Jeremy Pezza, Jonathan Pezza, and Melissa Starr. The score was provided by Epidemic Music. Sound effects were provided by SoundSnap.com. Second Variety is a work in the public domain and was produced in accordance with U.S. copyright law. Curious Matter is a production of Jonathan Pezza, Inc., copyright 2020, all rights reserved. If you have a question or feedback or you just want to write and say hello, I'd love to hear from you. So reach out to Jonathan at CuriousMatterPodcast.com or check us out online for more information at www.CuriousMatterPodcast.com. If you love the podcast, you can learn even more online. Each episode on the website includes a blog article with additional information about the story, links to interesting historical information, and suggested reading and viewing to continue the experience. Here on Curious Matter, we dedicate each episode to a used bookstore. This one goes out to Space Oddities in Humboldt Park, Chicago, Illinois. Space Oddities is equal parts bookstore and art gallery. Their collection spans a broad variety of subjects paying special mind to dystopian and otherworldly literature, comics, esoteric tomes, mythology, philosophy, and pulp sci-fi. If you're a fan of this podcast, this is the bookstore for you. They even host all kinds of after-hours events. So make sure to look them up online at www.space-oddities-chicago.com 
www.webflow.io. But even better than that, if you find yourself nearby, head on over and buy yourself a book. Coming up on the next episode of Curious Matter, the robotic mayhem continues in Second Variety Part 4. So make sure to subscribe for free today and thank you for listening. Thank you.